grabbed Rapunzel's wrist with one hand and squeezed so hard she cried out. She used her other hand to claw at the hand that held Mother's throat. Mother was struggling against him, but her lips were turning blue and her movements were slow and weak. The scarred man was breathing out curses and threats, but Rapunzel renewed her efforts, slamming her fist into his face until he finally let go. Mother coughed and spluttered, leaning forward as she gasped for breath. The scarred man grabbed both Rapunzel's hand and twisted her arms behind her. He hissed in her ear, I will kill you. The smiling man got to his feet and caught hold of her mother. Rapunzel yelled and lunged at him, but the scarred man held her fast. The smiling man continued to grin. You put up quite a fight. What have you got on that ox beside those chickens? Any gold or silver? Mother rasped out. I've a Saracen charm that will cause your extremities to turn black and shrivel up. She began chanting as though in a foreign tongue. Shut up, old woman. The scarred man behind her jerked Rapunzel's arms, making her shoulders burn more. Get some rope and tie her up, he growled. Oh, Father God, send your angels, Rapunzel whispered under her breath. Send your archangel with his flaming sword. Her heart pounded. What would these men do to her and her mother? Would they steal their chickens and few household belongings, then leave them alone? Would they do something even more dastardly than robbing them of their possessions once they realised they had no gold or silver? The smiley one was still breathing strangely after her attack, and the scarred one had bloody scratches on his hands from her fingernails, a sight that sent a thrill of satisfaction through her. A sound broke through her consciousness. Horses' hooves! Help! Rapunzel yelled until the scarred man covered her mouth again. The two men exchanged a look. Suddenly he let go of her, then shoved her so the ground rushed up to meet her. Rapunzel hit the dirt so fast she didn't have time to get her hands underneath her. She landed on her left shoulder and the side of her head. A sharp pain pulsed through her eye, then everything went dark. Garrick urged his horse into a full gallop in the direction of the scream. Another scream, this time louder, sent a chill through him. Donna, always ready for a full-out gallop, seemed to revel in the wind whipping through his mane as his hooves flew over the ground, eating up the road with his powerful legs. When they rounded a bend, two women were lying in the dirt. He pulled back the reins. Whoa! Donna slowed before halting beside them. The older woman sat between the ruts, holding the head and shoulders of a young woman in her lap. What happened here? Garrick dismounted and came toward them. His breath stuck in his throat at how beautiful the young woman was. Her eyes were closed. Dirt and a small trickle of blood marred her temple. But he couldn't imagine she was dead, as her cheek glowed with colour and her lips were unusually pink. What happened? He knelt beside her. She struck her head on the ground, the old woman said. You have frightened away our attackers, but if you hurry you might catch them. The older woman hooked her thumb over her shoulder to the north, the direction of Hagenheim. There was nothing he could do for the girl, so he leapt onto Donna's back and gave the horse his head again. After racing around another slight curve in the road, he caught a glimpse of a cart before it disappeared into the trees. Garrick guided his horse off the road, drawing his sword as he entered the woods. Two men ambushed him with knives. Their eyes flicked to his drawn sword and they halted. One man turned and ran left, the other right. The first one looked the most dangerous, so Garrick went after him. Donna had to wind around trees and step over bushes and limbs while Garrick kept his head low to prevent being knocked off his horse's back. Had he lost the man? He halted his horse and listened. He heard heavy breathing but was uncertain the direction from which it came. He guided Donna forward and found the man hiding behind a tree trunk.
In the name of Duke Wilhelm of Hagenheim, I order you to give yourself up to me. The man's shrewd eyes trained themselves on Garrick as he dismounted. I have done nothing wrong. You and your companion attacked those two women in the road. The man was silent. His expression was quite strange as if he couldn't stop smiling. Down on your knees, lout, or I shall knock you unconscious the way you did that poor maiden. The man complied. Now, put your hands on your head. Garrick quickly grabbed the rope in his saddlebag and tied the man's wrists together. Then he tethered them to Donna's saddle. The man's eyes were defiant and sullen, but he was smiling. Garrick remounted his horse and made his way back to the road where he had left the two women, his prisoner forced to follow behind on foot. He found the women where he had left them. The pretty one was sitting up and her eyes were open. Even with dirt on her face and dress, she took his breath away. Her eyes were a dark...